Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nurse in Transition. This is your host, Kiana Brathwaite. Welcome. Thank you for sharing your valuable, wonderful time with me and listening to um, my perpetual transition. Um, I wanted to talk today about when it's time to walk the walk that you're talking. Recently, um, at the beginning of October, I finally took the plunge and started the elimination diet and they call it Whole30. I'm not sure why. I didn't even look into that. I know uh, from an elimination standpoint, I like to use that word because I literally eliminated some of my most favorite food groups. And I wanted to talk about um, how, what effect that has had on me uh, recently. So the reason that I decided to even participate or um, make the elimination diet a part of my life was because I have had GI issues since I was a teenager and they've gotten progressively worse to where they came to this head, this horrible head in nursing school. My senior year in nursing school, I found myself in the bathroom in the morning, every single morning of nursing school after uh, when I started my maternity rotation I was so stressed out that every morning I would have the craps. I mean, I'm, I'm talking full on diarrhea like I ate bad food every single morning. And from there, it would uh, ease once I graduated. And then nursing school, I mean, uh, being an actual practicing nurse got stressful. So I uh, had to figure out ways to cope with that. And most recently, with how our lives are changing Uh, my lifestyle is changing significantly. Um, I find that now when I go out to eat, no matter where I go, it could be anywhere from Wawa to Bonefish to CPK to Carrabba's. um, Those are just some of the places I frequent. It doesn't matter. It could be the Chinese food place. And excuse me, sometimes it's even home cooked food the next morning I'm paying for it. Um, And I just got to a point where I decided, okay, I'm going to reset my gut, right? And it was, I thought it was going to be hard to eliminate. I love bread. Um, Bread and cheese are the bane of my existence, as well as French fries. I crave French fries the entire pregnancy with my son, which was our second child. And I just love French fries especially the takeout fries with that. I call it the takeout ketchup because you can't find ketchup that tastes like that anywhere else <laughs> except for those little mom and pop pizza shop stores. Um, and yeah, bread and cheese. So I thought that it was going to be hard and I found myself, um, it was in August that I was told that I should do this. I said, all right, I'll give myself a month to prep for it, right? Wrap my head around it. And then it didn't work out because the grocery store, I did, I usually order groceries online and haven't done it lately. And I think I'm going to start picking it up uh, over the winter, but th- went to the grocery store and it looked like we were having a blizzard uh, on a Sunday evening because the store was so picked over. It didn't have any of the organic stuff that I needed, which was odd. Um, and so I had to wait until the Tuesday after. So I had to wait a week. But I'm glad I did. Um, I'm glad I had to wait the week because I kind of having to wait the week was like, you know, I'm a little frustrated. I'm I'm a little disappointed. I had to wait this week because I thought I'd be doing this thing and I was kind of looking forward to getting started. 
But it gave me time because I had labs and all of this other stuff I had to do. So it, it was necessary to wait anyway. And um, once I started it, it was funny. My husband has a name for it that I probably can't say on the radio um, or excuse me, on this podcast. Uh, but he I sub out cuss words sometimes for actual words so he was like he calls it the you can't eat that shiitake mushrooms diet right and I was just like yeah you're right I can't this I when we go out now um I've gone out with people to meet for coffee and I've had to either eat prior to meeting them or um do meal prep and planning which is something that I thought was really hard and couldn't do just for time and and brain energy sake uh and or when I get there, I have to have a conversation with the wait staff to say, this is what I can and can't eat. Do you have this? And I thought that that would be hard, but I was surprised at how well it was received. Um, but I'm also really happy on the diet, too. Right. I'm not like, oh, my life is miserable. It's oh, OK. You know, I'm, I'm on this interesting weird diet and you know these are things that i can't eat i have dietary restrictions and people have been very accommodating and i find that um i did not do it to lose weight i really did it because my gut was just not healthy uh and i didn't realize i did i knew but it wasn't until i removed it that i was like oh my god how much sugar are we And sugar, for me, I don't think sugar is the culprit. I'm just going to be very honest with you. I know sugar has been made the villain and, uh, but our bodies know what to do with sugar. I think the problem with that though is sugar is in so many things, right? That you don't even, I mean, sugar's in potato chips, sugar's in Doritos, sugar is in a lot of our processed foods and a lot of the foods we consume are processed. So in order for us to be as healthy as we have to in some way, shape or form, we have to counteract those processed foods with increased activity. And who has the time, energy or space for that? Right. Um, and the processed foods are easier. They last longer. They're readily available. You don't really have to think in order to get something quick and processed. Whereas when it comes to organic, I've stood in those aisles and I'm going, okay, what am I? What, what, (laughs) So I get it. I, I did make sure that my groceries were not separate from my family. My family is very much aware. And it's funny because now that I'm doing like, I did sweet potato hummus. Can I just tell you, I, I found a recipe and I actually didn't use the recipe. I just want to know what the ingredients were in it. And I didn't measure it out the way they said. I did like something completely different. And um, I went to the sweet side because the sweet potato hummus that I was seeing was more savory. And I didn't want savory. I wanted something that was going to be a nice little pick me up. Could somehow handle my sweet tooth because uh, I didn't want to eat apple butter the entire six weeks only. And um, it, it it worked. And um, so did the sweet potato hummus and my kids have tried it. And then I you know, was doing turkey burgers and... I sauteed mushrooms. I had never sauteed mushrooms and had always wanted to. So I love the elimination diet in the sense that it's really forced me to rethink, right? And be mindful with what I put in my body. And I'm really looking forward to, I'm at the point um, later on this week where I go from completely eliminating to now reintroducing food groups. And 
the first food group that I think I'm going to reintroduce is dairy because I do miss my eggs. I used to do at least two boiled eggs a day. And that was kind of my protein pick me up. But I feel so much more energetic, less lethargic. I remember before I did the elimination diet, I used to feel exhausted. And I get up probably between four and six most mornings just because my body wakes me up then. And I try to get some work done with that energy if I can't go back off to sleep right away. And um, yeah, I'm up at four. I'll do some work. I maybe need to take a nap. Sometimes I haven't had to take a nap, which is amazing. And then I'm in bed at like eight or nine, which is when I need to go to bed anyway because of our schedule. And I just feel so much more energetic and less weighted down. And I look forward to whatever it is that I've tried to, I've tried cauliflower rice, which I didn't even know that was a thing until recently. Um, and I, I do not eat on the road. I make sure wherever I'm going, I even traveled to my dad's house, my stepmom and my dad's house in DC and carried with me what I knew I could eat because they eat okay, but sometimes they do a lot of takeout and I knew I couldn't do takeout. So it just made me think beyond the two seconds that I had in front of me and um, really plan out my week. And so I found that when I go out and I'm not well prepared, I think I've dropped the ball maybe one or two days where I totally forgot how busy I was going to be on that day and didn't have any food prepared. Um, and I could, I would find myself going, Ooh, I would love a slice of pizza. And once I got home and made whatever it was that I had and threw it together, it was like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't succumb to that craving because it just isn't worth it. And I didn't really want pizza. It was just the food that was, I saw from this store that I could go in and get right away and eat. It was just the convenience of it. So it's made me really mindful of that. Right. Is it about the pizza or is it just convenience? Because I'm going to tell you, I crave fries. I'm not going to sit here and hold you. I still crave fries. But the <laughs> the pizza, when that comes on, I'm like, yeah, I don't think you're real. I'm gonna let you go. Um, but I've even, um, you know, you can't drink alcohol, none, not even wine on this. And I thought that that was going to be really hard for me. And it actually hasn't been. I've been doing fresh, uh, not fresh pressed, but pressed apple juice and seltzer water and it's really cool because it's like it's um it reminds me of sparkling cider so I still get that whatever it is that I get from you know my glass of wine because I usually do like a glass of wine a night um you know that feel in my wine glass and my body and brain are okay but that's my little treat to myself that in my sweet potato hummus rice cakes uh those are my desserts (laughs) before I go to bed sometimes if I'm hungry um But I really, you know, I enjoy the elimination diet. I enjoy having that conversation with my integrated medicine doctor. She was very frank about it may be difficult and hard to eliminate certain things. You may find yourself craving certain things. And she was really open and honest about energy levels and really checking in with yourself to see how you feel before you start doing anything. So I decided not to work out with this because I just wasn't sure how my body would respond. And, um, like we have so many other things going on that most of the time it's just a walk that I can do. So I, I, I don't recommend just, I don't recommend just doing any diet, keto, any of it. I, I personally believe that you should have, you're the coach. And if that's the diet that you want to do, you should be able to have that conversation with your players and your players include your providers, whether that's a primary and integrated or a registered dietitian, primary doctor, integrated doctor, or a registered dietitian, um, you know, or even a cardiologist, cause there are some cardiologists who dibble and dabble in, um, 
information about nutrition and diet, depending on what you're dealing with, what your health status is, but really having a conversation with uh, your players as the coach about what it is you want to do and why you want to do it, because you need a reputable resource that knows you, right? Because none of us are the same. You can't really say one diet works for one person and doesn't necessarily work for somebody else. And not everybody does a diet just to lose weight. There are other health reasons why you may want to do diet. And for me, it's gut health. And I think I'm moving forward. I'm going to reset my gut at least twice a year. I won't do it in the fall before Halloween because that it's been a little tough with the festivities and everything, but I wanted to make sure that I was done with this thing before Thanksgiving because there was no way on God's green earth, green and blue, that I was going to miss out on Thanksgiving. Um, so, but I think I will for the, you know, for the duration, at least once a year to reset things, just to pull out of that, you know, the, the mass production of food and really get back to, you know, what works for me and the basics and, and being able to listen to my body. Cause I actually can listen to my body more and I can hear it when it's saying to me, it doesn't like this or that doesn't work. Or when I hear the cravings, I can really have a conversation with my body about what is that about? Whereas I couldn't do that before I would just give in to them. Um, so that's my whole spiel on doing different diets for different reasons and the elimination diet and what my experience has been. I haven't journaled, which I, I probably should, but, um, I'm pro I'm like three or four weeks in and I'm, I'm aware of what the changes are that I'm seeing and feeling. So I can have that discussion with my doctor when I go see them next month. But um, maybe the next time I'll journal. I, I, that wasn't at the forefront. I think I was really worried about meal prep and whether or not that was going to work and could I get everything that I needed and what foods did I want to eat. So that was my concern. It's my first time doing it. The next time I'll be like, okay, I need to make sure that I'm including a time for every day to just journal about how I feel and what I think and what foods did I eat and what did I experiment with and, you know, whatever. I think um, that'll be probably around February and March next year that I'll try it again and try it with journaling. So that's, that's my experience. Um, would love to share that more with you, um, talking about different diets and how they affect you and the changes that you could see and how to use them as a, a springboard in your perpetual transition, right? For me, um, oh, ca caffeine, I, I did, I didn't do a lot of it, but I think um, I did do enough of it and I haven't had any and I have not craved it. I've been doing like organic teas and I think I had a black tea by accident. I thought it was organic. I went to Starbucks or something. It wasn't Starbucks. It was like one of those little coffee shops and I thought it was black. I mean, organic and it ended up being black. And I was like, ah, but you know, my body told me, okay, that was not something you should do right now. And I was like, all right, cool. I will ask the question before I partake of any teas if I'm not sure. Uh, so yeah, it just, it really has made me think about and really have a conversation with people before I consume. And I think that's the best thing um, I, that I've gotten out of this whole thing is to have a conversation before consumption and to really think and be mindful before consumption. So that's it. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I appreciate you listening. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to email me. 
and Kiana B at kbcalls.com. Last time I spelled it wrong. So Kiana, K-Y-A-N as in Nancy, A-B as in Bravo, at K Kilo B Bravo, C Cat, A Apple, L Lima, S Sam.com and sign up for the newsletter on the website, www.resourceandhealthcare.com. And I look forward to joining you in your car, on your run or wherever you are, um, on your walk, on your commute, (laughs) as you prepare for bed, um, wherever you are. And thanks for listening. Take care.